L.I.W. The Walking Dead comic review is brought to you in Smell-O-Vision. Well, depending on how shitty of a housekeeper you are. L.I.W. The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead review. Welcome to another episode of L.I.W. The Walking Dead comic review. Chapter 10, What Will We Become? That's what we're discussing. I am Phoenix West. I will always be Phoenix West. Um, Maybe I'll change my name again. I don't know. I guess I won't always be. I don't know. God damn. Why do you... We always get in arguments right off the bat. Jesus Christ. Okay, so last issue ended... <clears throat> with them heading for DC, if I remember correctly. I just recorded it. I should remember correctly. They're, so they're uh, Rick, Carl, Michonne, Maggie, Dale, Andrea, Glenn, Sophia, Carl, and um, is that it? That might be it. All right, 13 of them. Um, they join Abraham. I, Abraham. They join Abraham, Rosita, and um, Eugene to head to D.C. because Eugene um, knows what stopped humanity. He knows what caused this. He knows how to fix it, or so he says. And when I say that, I mean, I don't know. Did he say he knows how to fix it, or did he just say he knows what started it? I didn't really get that. Um, Anyway, he says the government's alive, so they're all following him. Um, Okay, this one starts off with a dream sequence, which is unusual for the comic. Um, We're weird. It's where um, Dream with Carl, he's talking with Carl, and then Lori eats Rick. And it's like, what the fuck happened? Like, And then he wakes up, he's all like, what the fuck? I don't get it. Dream sequences are always weird because you know what's going to be a dream sequence. I'm never, I'm never caught off guard. You know what I mean? It's either so out of nowhere or they're killing the main character. So you're like, oh, dream. Yep. Makes sense. I'm never fooled. I'm never like, what the... Oh, it was a dream. No. Oh, my God. They didn't kill Rick. Rick. Lori didn't come back from the dead as a not zombie, turn into a zombie, and then eat Rick. What? Oh, my God. You got me. Shame on me, right? Uh, Rick takes watch. They're all outside. They're camping outside. I personally would sleep in the fucking car if I was in this world because zombies. And that's it. That's the whole reason. That's all I would need. Or the bed of the truck that they're in. Like, fuck that. Like, it's going to be just as comfortable as the floor is or the the dirt. There's no flooring. God doesn't pave or, or put linoleum down outside. That's right, God. I mean, oh, he, he's a big flooring expert. No, I would be more just as comfortable sleeping on the goddamn ground, so might as well, right? He's on the phone when he's taking guard, and then Glenn kind of sees him, but he's like, oh, I'll take your watch too, don't worry. He's not sleeping at all. Like I said in the last episode of this show, motherfucker doesn't sleep. He just takes comas every month. He, he just will not sleep. Go to goddamn bed. I, I've been sad before, and sleeping is um, arm in arm with depression sometimes. Sometimes insomnia, but he's choosing not to sleep, I think. I just go to sleep, dude. Go fucking take some Z's. Get over your your cunt wife and your fucking Shane baby and just go sleep. Just get over it, okay? 
I'm sorry. I don't mean that, Rick. Don't kill me. Um, anyway, Glenn sees him on the phone, thinks it's a dream later. Um, Eugene is obsessed with the zombies. They go out for supplies. They're looking for a lot of food because they're running really low. There's 13 people with not a whole lot of food because all their food was at the prison that they had. Herschel's farm had none because they took it when they moved to the prison. So literally all their food supplies at that fucking prison. Um, so Eugene, they find one on the ground that is like, not even going for him. And he's obsessed with that. It's malnourished. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Like, they're all like, he seems malnourished. And he's like, interesting. Dun, dun, dun. Like the th- opening of the song. Um, I don't, it didn't go anywhere. It hasn't gone anywhere yet. As far as I am. Uh, weird, right? So they're, they're all that night. They're having a campfire. Horrible idea. If zombies are out there. I get, you got to stay warm, but whatever. There, Glenn goes looking for Maggie because he can't find her. He's like, maybe she's taking a shit. Uh, go. She hates when they her. It's weird. And then he goes out in the woods and he, they find Maggie hanging by a rope. She hung herself. Out of the grief of her six dead siblings and father and mother years prior. The girl has lost everything except her own life. And she tries to be like, well, it's like Final Destination. I'm next. I have to be next. I'm the only one alive. So, death's coming for me. It's 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 a fact. I can't. You can't. You can only outrun it for a little bit. You can stay like a step ahead of it, but you'll you'll always be looking over your shoulder. Um, more so than everybody else, because there apparently is a curse in this family. The I don't know their last name. Herschel. Um, I don't think it's Walker. Obviously, that's someone else. I um I don't know their last name. But let's just say the Herschel family is cursed. It is almost as cursed as the Earth is now. Um, I, I think if there is a God in this world, he is wiping the shit off his shoe, and that shit is the Herschel family. He's just picking up these turds one at a time and throwing them on the ground, getting rid of them, like flushing them down the toilet. I don't... This family's fucked. So she's like, all right, I'll just, I'll just jump ahead here and hang myself Abraham really wants to shoot her when they get her down they cut down the rope and she falls and Abraham really wants to fucking shoot her he seems like a real fucking prick these these two chapters so far um, Rick pulls a gun on him and is like you're not doing that and then Glenn I don't know what he does his Asian magic over her and he she comes back to life and then Rick stares at him um there's a weird scene after that because of the gun that he pulled on Rick or Rick pulled on Abraham that Rick's just out on the on the like the edge of the woods and then Abraham's looking at him through the scopes and he shoots a zombie right behind him that he gets attacked by and Abraham has this thing where he's talking to Rosita like I was maybe I was gonna shoot him I don't know I don't know if I had the gun on him before that I don't I don't know and he's like that's what scares me is I don't know and he kind of cries he looks like a bitch like a like a dumb bitch. Not really. It's the first scene where he's not like a macho asshole. If there's anything worse, is there anything worse than a macho asshole character? I don't know. I I hate them. They're always the worst character. So when they pry open his emotions a little bit here in this scene, you start to like him more. It's not so much that emotion means... Emotion means sympathy because some people are overly emotional and it's fucking... You hate them because you're like, they're just going to freak out over everything. It doesn't even matter anymore. Like, Carol's like that. This is more when you're such an asshole to everybody and you don't even... 
you don't even acknowledge the fact that they have feelings because you don't. That's when it becomes it crosses this line where you're like, this is a shit character. I don't care about them. They do a good job with Abraham. They pull him back a little bit. If they feel, if he feels, if uh, Robert Kirkman feels like he's going too far with the macho ness, he kind of reels it back in a little bit for you to like him. It works. That's all I can say. I sound like I was going to complain, didn't it? Ha <laughs> ha. Fooled you. Anyway, um, Rick wants to go back home for supplies. And Abraham's like, motherfucker, that's a horrible idea. He's like, I grew up like three hours from here. My house is like three hours from here. And then he's like, relax. It's more practical than it sounds. It's not nostalgia. I, did, I have a, basically tells him that we have a police station that wasn't raided all the way. Police station, excuse me. I'm having coffee right now. And that there's guns and there's cars and there's ammo and there's all this cool shit there. And I think just want to kick, you know, play a game of badminton. I'm not really sure what the other plan is. Um, what was the badminton reference? That was weird, right? Um, Abraham, Carl, and Rick getting an El Camino, which is very racially sensitive that they didn't bring Recita for, for that. I, I'm glad that would have been a bit too far for me. Anyway, they head to... I forget the name of the town he's from. It's something kind of like a name. Not Alexandria. Um, that's up ahead here. It's something like that, though. I forget what it's called. I can't remember. Doesn't matter, really. They're camping outside the car. Or Rick's outside watch on watch. And then Carl's inside the car. I think Abraham's in the car, too. These redneck dudes show up. And then... Shit gets fucking weird and gross. It took a turn I didn't see coming. And speaking of coming, they grab Carl out of the car and then they proceed to be like, get that boy's pants down. Yeah. He's like, well, first of like, the only thing, the only way you're going to live is you give us your supplies. We don't even want to kill you. We just want to go. I assume they have southern accents. Um, it's the south and they're rapists. I, I get a little dun, 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 vibe from them, you know? Uh, they, but they, Rick's like, no fucking way. And then they proceed to try to rape the boy. And that's the best way I can put that. Um, real weird. It took a real gross turn. I was like, oh, no, that's not cool. Like, don't rape the boy. Like, rape the grown men. Like, uh, at least, that just, I don't get it. I guess... They're so far depraved that they're just going to rape a boy? Not the fact that he's male, but like a chi- child? Why? I don't, I, don't get, I don't get it. The men get that horny. Well, they get that horny in the apocalypse. If you're that horny and you're surrounded by men, just fuck each other. Really. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to go find a woman to rape, I almost understand that. I don't agree with it. Oh, don't take, me, don't take that the wrong way. I'm just saying three men find a woman... That woman's in trouble. It sucks, but it's true. But three men find a boy and rape him? Just fuck each other at that point. You know what I mean? Because he'd be like, at least I'm not fucking a boy, a child. I'm sucking this dude's dick. It's not. It's way different. It's like, you both need it, so just do it for each other and then call it good. You, it's not, you're not gaining, I don't, uh, like, the, are they gay pedophiles too? beforehand, I don't get the, the, how depraved you can get when you're just surrounded by other horny dudes. In prison, they don't rape the male guards. They just they have bitches and they just have sex with each other. You know what I mean? They don't... Uh, whatever. Oh, fucking Christ. This scene's brutal. Rick gets free. 
by biting the dude's neck out. And beats the shit out of him and fucking kills him. Abraham kills the other one. And then afterwards, Abraham and Rick are having a chat. And then it's like, and uh, Carl's on Rick's lap, sleeping. And he's just like, you know, if he knew the things I had to fucking do, it, he wouldn't love me anymore. And then Carl's like, I shot Shane. And that was, I had to do that. I had to. And they have a little bonding moment. Um, Abraham, he kind of tells him about his, his life. I think that, I think that happens right here. I believe so. Abraham was he he found his family and then he these people raped his wife and I think that's what it was and then some other girls there and then he beat these guys so brutal like tortured them in front of his family. He didn't know they were watching. He beat he like tortured them to death and then his family got freaked out and left and then later on he found them dead and he blames himself for that obviously. Um Dale wants to stay. It keeps going back and forth between Dale wanting to like, Let's be with the group and Rick, and then fuck these people. We need to stay. I think he's realizing how old he is, and he's he's only got one leg. They have a kid, Sophia, and he's like, Let's just fucking stay here, Andrea. Come on. And then she's like, well, I don't know. Um, they get back. Rick, Abraham, Carl get to their hometown. Their next door neighbor, they go up to the house, and you realize what he's going there for when Morgan hits him in the head with a shovel. Um, luckily, I was thinking this when I was reading it. Luckily, Rick didn't pass out or take an extra minute to be like, Morgan, it's okay. Luckily, that didn't happen for Morgan, because if it did, Abraham would have shot him immediately. And then Rick would have been woken up and been like, dude, you fucking killed the whole reason we came up here. Like, oh my god. Um... But he didn't. Rick's alive. He's like, Morgan, okay, it's me. Like, calm down. And Morgan's like, holy shit, Rick. And then they go inside. I like talking like a valley girl sometimes. And he's like, oh my god. And, I was in, and he was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, no way. And I was like, totally way. Zombies. Anyway, they go inside. Um, his son, Dwayne, was bitten. Um, he's tied to a wall. Um, yeah. And then it seems like Morgan is killing people and feeding them to his son like the governor did. That's kind of what the dialogue suggested, I think. But I'm not entirely sure. I didn't. I didn't want to believe it because I like Morgan. Maybe that's what it was. Um, they give Morgan a gun. They're like, "Do that. Take care of this because it is gonna kill you." And then meet us out here, and we'll all leave. And Morgan's like, "Okay." And he goes in, and you hear a gunshot. And he, but really, he just shot the chain and let the kid go. Anyway, they go get supplies from the cop shop. They're kind of going through this whole thing where Morgan's crazy. Nobody really trusts him. He says weird things, and he's just not all the way there. Understandably, he's been living by himself for three months with a zombie kid. Um, yes, that's by yourself. He's a zombie. He can't keep up a conversation, which is necessary for humans, really. Anyway, um, on the way back, they have all this stuff. The El Camino's ruined, ruined by a horde of zombies. They finally found a horde, and they crashed the car because Rick's a psychopath. And... They crash it, and they all get out eventually, and they have to run on foot. And these are the scenes where I'm like, they would have been overtaken. Like, if they weren't the main characters, they would have been overtaken. Or if they were the main characters and were overtaken, this is when another guy like Abraham shows up and clears them all. That's just always what happens. Those are the two things that can happen in this. Either, oh, that was close, or we're saved, and here's a magical stranger that I immediately trust. Thank God we don't have to go through that not trusting them thing we always do. It's it's at some point you realize how 
uh, repetitive it has to be, but that is how the life on the road would be if you're in this world. Like, they build up a civilization, that gets overrun, they move over here to this one. On the TV show, I can't even keep track of how many times they set up started to set up a life and had it crashing on them and had to restart somewhere else. How many times they found a stranger they didn't trust and have them revealed to be cannibals or have them revealed to be a good friend who joins the cast. It's one of those things, but that is how it would go. So I'm not faulting any of the writers. I'm not trying to defend them either. I'm just saying that is how it would go. The life itself would be... That, that kind of sets up how more how terrifying it is that you don't know what's going to happen with this person or with this town. You don't know. I love that scene in the show where they get to this town. I don't think they go to it in the comic. If they do, they do it later. Where they ended up like killing them all and they, they have them over the bathtubs and they hit their heads. And that seems really fucking crazy. And I love it. And it's, but this, it's created through the tension that I'm talking about. The repetitive tension is you don't fucking know. So when you're watching as a viewer, you also don't know if these people are going to be crazy. Like you think that that scene's going to be Alexandria when, when it happens, or I did at least. And I was like, oh, and then they get in there and it's like, oh, this is not that at all. No. <laughs> like they did a good job psyching you out if you'd read the comics beforehand. But, um, it's kind of like that where it's very repetitive and you know what's going to happen. So I was like, oh, they're not going to get taken by the zombies because these three characters don't die now. Um, even if you don't know that, you can just tell. But they get out and they run on foot to a house to lose them. They're going to run through the house, make the zombies think they're there, slip out the back way. Kind of works. Um, they get in the house. Morgan goes upstairs. He finds this family, family murdered. I forget exactly how. It looks like he drugged the two kids and killed them. And then he did something to the wife, and then he shot himself, and this is brutal. Like, the brain's, the dude's head is gone. Um, literally nothing left of the head. It looks like a Halloween outfit or, like, um, Ichabod Crane type thing where there's just not, like, it looks like there never was a head there. It's so gone. There's not even, like, a tree. Like, you know when they cut a tree down and they leave the stump? There's not even that. Like, the little curves that go up. There's not anything left of the neck. It's so unrealistic, <laughs> like, that it would just... Because you're going to shoot yourself in the head. You're not going to shoot yourself in the neck. So why the fuck would the head pop off? Or if the head did pop off, why would the neck pop off? I don't. It doesn't make any sense. Like, the whole neck exploded. Like, it was just shoulder-to-shoulder flat, kind of. Anyway, no more detail on that. Weird. They It kind of works. They slip out the back. Um... Later on in Herschel's farm, or kind of during, I guess, they show Billy and Ben playing outside, and you see that Ben is poking a dead cat, and Billy's like, what the fuck, dude? He's dead. He's like, I'm just playing with it. I didn't kill it. I was just playing with it. And you're like, oh, shit's not going to go right here. Billy's turning crazy, or Ben's turning crazy. Weird. Um, Next, Dale argues with Rick when they get back over leaving because the horde that followed him. They're leaving because of the horde. They, they're like, the horde's coming this way. We try to lose them. We can't. We need to go. Dale doesn't want to go, despite that being um, borderline... I don't like... I'm going to use the word... Borderline retarded behavior out of a grown man. A grown man. Grown, grown. He's grown three times. He's that old. He's out of adolescence. He's out of adulthood. He's an old man now. He's in the third stage of life. He's in the twilight years. He's going to be dead soon. Even if there weren't zombies, is what I'm trying to say. 
So he makes terrible decisions, and he's he doesn't trust Rick anymore, and I don't get where any of this shit comes from. He almost blames Rick for everything that happened. In this world, they need to realize if you're not killing somebody directly, but you're trying to do the good thing, what else do you want? You can't you can't do that where you follow somebody because you're bad at making decisions and you follow them and then go, your decision led to... Th-. like. No, your decision to follow me is what led to... That person who died, their decision to follow me is what did it. They could have been the leader. They could have gone off on their own. I wasn't going to stop them, obviously. So when you have... You can't blame the leader for literally everything that happens when it's completely out of their control and it's chaos nonstop. So I I hate when they just blame Rick for everything for no fucking apparent reason. Dale does that. um, But they decide to leave. They got to go. They have to... Because the Horde's coming. Horde was so many zombies. So, and if you're keeping track now, this that was the end of the comic, by the way. Um, they decide to leave. Uh, the group has 14 members at the end of this comic. Because end of last chapter, chapter 9 ends with 13. And then this one, they gathered Morgan. Captain Morgan. I'm amazed there's not more drinking in this comic. They don't smoke that much, and they don't drink that much. There is a reference later where it like smokes are the first thing that go when Abraham. Oh, that was before when Abraham says that. Um, but you, I would totally. I wouldn't drink that much. Like on the show, they have Bob, the character Bob from The Wire. He's he basically replaces Dale for later. He he does that where he drinks. He's an alcoholic, and I'm like, I like seeing that because there would be some of that going on. People who just want to go get fucked up because they exist now obviously they're going to exist even harder in later on in the apocalypse because if humanity just died suddenly there'd be so much booze people would hoard it they would go grab it first and cigarettes but then they would die and that they would have like like uh, Al Capone's vault with liquor and cigarettes but it would actually have the liquor and cigarettes in it unlike Al Capone's vault fuck you Geraldo <sighs> Anyway, it's an old reference. If you're, if you're about my age, you might know what the fuck I'm talking about. Otherwise, if you're a kid, you lost, and you should go Google that. Google Google uh, Geraldo's awesome mustache. Google that instead. In case you're wondering who Geraldo was, he was basically um, Oprah before Oprah, or um, <sighs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Phil Donahue was another one. What the fuck happened to him? Anyway, holy shit, way off topic. Holy shit. That was that was interesting. Um I'm gonna go. Fuck this. <gasps> Until next time, I'm Phoenix West. Uh, go to loiteringwonderland.com. Loiteringwonderland.com. Check out the shows, buy a book, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're on all those. Um either Loading Wonderland or LAW Podcast. And then we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Share it with your friends, share it with your loved ones, share it with your enemies. I don't care. Share, share, share. It's all about sharing. It's a free community now. That's the internet. That's how it works. So long, citizens. I'm Phoenix West.